This is an RNZ podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Money with me, Mary Holm. Thanks for taking just a few minutes to listen in while Jesse Mulligan and I talk through some useful ideas about how to make your money work better for you. Just remember though, this is guidance. Final decisions are up to you. Over to Jesse. Let's talk money. Mary Holm is in. Hello. Hello, Jesse. Will you scold me, Mary, if I tell you I haven't put my thousand bucks into KiwiSaver yet? Well, you've got another day and a half or something. Three days yeah. till 30th of June, right? Well, yeah, but I don't know that you can put it in over the weekend. <laughs> they might not count it. I, oh, if yeah, I were you, I, know, I, know. I would get it in by the end of tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Same, um, same goes for everyone else as well. Yes. Get, the, get that money in. 1,042. And if you haven't done it since... What the cutoff is the first of July to the thirtieth of June, and so if you haven't got a thousand and forty-two dollars into your KiwiSaver since the first of last July, it's a really good idea to do it and get the free money from the government. Great, yeah. Uh, and the other thing to say up front is my breakup song is crying Roy Orbison it's I was very very young I hasten to say when that came up but but when but when I you know teenage breakups it's a haunting song yeah yeah Caitlin had another suggestion from Roy Orbison what was that Um, yes he's pretty good at sounding sad Roy yeah Yeah. there was there was pretty much all he did wasn't it yeah yeah mostly yes Uh, okay so I know that one about where he where the girl finally chose him when he thought she was going to choose somebody else, oh, um, somebody, the listener will have to tell us. Okay. Um, the, at the very end, he says, but she turns around and, and walks away with me, is how the song ends. He, she's got to choose between him yeah. and somebody else. Yeah, yeah, and, okay. Yeah. We'll find it. Anyway. <laughs> By the way, I once talked to Roy Orbison's son, Alex Orbison, who'd wow. put together um, the Roy Orbison with the London Philharmonic, and that was a great interview if you ever want to look it up. And we oh. talked about his favourite. Um, Mandy by Barry Manilow was Caitlin's... Uh, Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're here to talk about ethical investing. We get the odd email on this, eh? Yes, and, yeah, it's a sort of perennial, and mm. but it's got more and more common, the interest in it. Um, I've been writing about it for literally decades. The idea has been around for a long, long time, and there have been funds that specialise in it for years and years, mm. quite often church-affiliated sort of funds. Yeah. But... Um, it really got going in New Zealand. I should just say first, I still tend to call it ethical investing, but a lot of people call it socially responsible investing. Mm. Well, these days it's called ESG, which stands for Environmental, Social and Governance. Okay. The governance, the social is kind of around treating work as well and that kind of thing, and the environmental is obvious. Um, the The governance is how the company runs itself and, and and that could get into issues like having a widely representative board but also how the company's policies and that and that kind of stuff. So anyway, but I still call it ethical because I think in the end it well it's quicker, but in the end it all comes down to ethics really. Your what you think matters about how they treat the environment, how they treat mm. their workers, what products they and, and ethics can be can be relative too. My ethical fund might be something that you don't believe in. Absolutely, mm. yeah, yeah. There's, there's, and, and we'll talk a bit more in a minute about how you can um, these days be a bit more specific about what issues matter to you. In 2016, it sort of came on the radar in New Zealand when there were stories in the news about 
did you realise your KiwiSaver fund invests in cluster bomb manufacturers mm. and things like that? And yeah. suddenly everyone's saying, oh, really? Um, and there was an RNZ said, investigation, I believe. I think, I think yeah. you're right, yeah. So and Anusha Bradley might have been. Anusha, yeah. if you're listening, well done on that one. Yes, yes. And I think she really got got the interest level way higher in those issues. And I think back then it was about cluster bombs and other munitions that companies made. And also tobacco, I think, was quite a big issue back then. Um, and they're still important issues, but there are various other issues that have come into the limelight since then. Up front, it's quite good to say there's been lots of research on whether you sacrifice your returns by going into an ethical fund, whether you're giving up, you know, the returns won't be quite as high as they might be on another fund. And the findings seem to be now that no, you don't. Um, if anything, the ethical funds and the ethical companies tend to be a bit lower risk than the mm -hmm. others and therefore perhaps their returns might be a little bit lower but by the time you adjust for the fact that they're a little bit less risky it's all sort of fair enough that yeah. you know the, the returns are about the same about as they would commensurate be with yeah. the yeah, similar risk fund with the risk you take um and another sort of trend that's happened in the last year or two is that in New Zealand and around the world, I think, more notice is being taken of not just avoiding companies and funds that invest in companies that, you know, make cigarettes and, and bombs, etc., but also in what they call engaging. So the fund manager might deliberately invest in a company that's not doing good stuff in order to be able to influence that company to clean up mm. his act or or do better. Oh, that's tricky. Um, yeah, it's a bit more complicated. And in fact, in a, in a survey... Because investing is owning, isn't it? Well, yes, that's right. And, and if you're a fund manager, you might own a big chunk of the company. Mm. You know, you might own 20% of the shares in the company or 10% of the shares in the company. And so you can be heard, your voice can be heard, um, putting pressure on the company to clean up its act. And in fact, some of the funds deliberately go into the unethical industries like um, tobacco or, or, or munitions, etc. And sometimes they say we're going to invest in the best of all the tobacco companies and the best of all the arms companies, the one that's behaving best. Or sometimes they go into a bad one in order to try and influence its behaviour. So there's a lot more going on than just simply choosing a fund that looks nice to you that only invests in flowers. Yeah. You know? um, so that, all of that, that trend's going on now. Um, and there are two, two new developments that I thought might be interesting to talk about. One grew out of the, the Christchurch um, shootings um, and, and the feeling that we all had about how Facebook and Twitter and Google, etc., should be taking more responsibility for yeah. for the content, the the extremism, the yes, violence, it's and fun, that. It's yes. funny. It's sad actually that you. It's not no longer as simple as not putting your money into cluster bombs. That's right. right. It's By got, putting your money into Facebook, who are yes. the people that you are enabling? Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yes, it, it, it's more complicated, and this is something that I think New Zealand should be proud of, and I think a lot of people don't know about that. Out of that, and this is largely led by the New Zealand Super Fund, which is, you know, the fund that's that's set up there for for people to I mean for the New Zealand 
government to draw on that money as the baby boomers retire and we need more money for New Zealand Super. So that New Zealand Super Fund, which these days is run by uh, Matt Winneray, um, used to be Adrian Orr, but he's now running the Reserve Bank. So Matt Winneray got in there and got together some other big New Zealand funds and said, we're going to put pressure on Facebook and Twitter and Google, etc., to clean up their act and, and not not disseminate um, hate hate information, etc. So the New Zealand Superfund got ACC, the Government Superfund, the National Provident Fund, Kiwi Wealth, etc. together and said, we're going to put pressure on Facebook, Twitter and Google. And at that point, the total assets that those funds represented is $90 billion. Now, that probably doesn't mean much to people, but just for comparison, all the money in KiwiSaver is $56 billion. Mm. So this is a bigger aggregation of money than all of the KiwiSaver money. And they said, we're going to put pressure on on, on these big companies, of Twitter, etc., Facebook, etc. Then along came... Then um, Matt Winneray went overseas and, and talked to some of the big international funds and got them involved... And the, the total amount went from $90 billion to $1.5 trillion of funds. So that's $90 billion to $1,500 billion, um, to give you a feel. That was the growth that happened. He got a whole lot of big international funds involved as well. And they're all saying, we are going to pressure Facebook and Twitter and Google. Right. And some other New Zealand... Money talks, eh? Yeah. Some other New Zealand providers that I just thought I might quickly list them because yeah. they're sort just of before, on the honours list. Just before you do, Mary, yes. by the way, I promised people I'd keep them up to date with this cabinet reshuffle. So oh, just for people who are interested yes. in that story, it's just come through that Chris Farfoy is going to join the cabinet as government digital services, but he's also joining a, quote, team of housing ministers and he's going to maintain his current portfolio so this team of housing ministers mm. to uh, to institute the government program is uh, looking like the big news coming out of that cabinet reshuffle. I have more uh, from that when we get it. Thanks, Mary. And maintaining his portfolios, um, the Financial Markets Authority is going to be happy about that, I think, because he was, you know, their there minister, well. and yeah. they, I think, were pretty happy with what he was doing, and were worried they might lose him. So. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, so the New Zealand um, fund managers that got involved in this in this movement against Facebook, Twitter and Google are AMP, ANZ, ASB, BNZ, Booster, Fisher, Generate, Mercer, Milford, Juno, Simplicity, SmartShares and Westpac. So that just all of, if you if that's one of your KiwiSaver providers, you might be a little bit proud that they've got involved in putting this pressure on the on the huge big um, Facebook, etc. The second development um, grows out of a, a survey last year that I talked about on this show about ethical investing um, that was done by the Responsible Investment Association of Australasia and a new website called Mindful Money, which is just now launched and it is fully operational now. That Mindful Money is run by Barry Coates, who used to be a Green Party List MP. Um, and they did a survey that found that 62% of New Zealanders were ready to shift their money. They said they were ready to shift their money to something more ethical. And one of the interesting things that came out of that survey was the issues that New Zealanders care most about, the three they care most about are animal cruelty, human rights abuses, 
and labour rights violations. And I think that's really interesting because they're not so concerned about the products that companies are mm. producing as the when the way that, yeah, animal cruelty, human rights and labour rights, yeah. But then they also listed tobacco, gambling, palm oil, military weapons, firearms, fossil fuels. So all of that was in there. So now just this week, this website called Mindful Money has launched and got going. And this is the way that New Zealanders really can um, look at their KiwiSaver and see if it's doing what they want it to do. There are three sort of main things you can do on that website. The first one is to look at um, it, which which companies are doing well, which KiwiSaver providers are doing well. And they've got a list of the what they're calling the mindful providers and these are the KiwiSaver providers that they think are good. There are nine of them, and I thought it was very interesting when you looked at those nine. Four out of nine are default, KiwiSaver default providers, but that means none of the big banks. The big banks didn't score that well on this website. Um, hopefully that will change. But um, the four providers, default providers that are listed there are AMP, Booster, Kiwi Wealth, and Mercer. And then some non-default providers, Amana, which is um, which is does um, Sharia law, sort of Islam type investing, um, Christian Kiwi Saver Fund, which is not a well-known one. I think you have to declare that you're a Christian. To, they ask you to declare you're a Christian to be on that one. Key Street, Simplicity and Superlife are all listed there as KiwiSaver providers that are, at least some of their funds are getting a tick Great. from this website. The second thing you can do on there is check on your current KiwiSaver fund. So see what you key in what your fund is yeah. doing. And they tell you how it's scored on... Um, overall, what percentage of its investments are nice and what percent are naughty, and also how it scores on specific areas like fossil fuel, weapons, gambling, alcohol, human rights, etc. So you can have a look at your fund and see how well it's doing and Great. where it's not doing well. And for all the people yeah. who email us asking about that, that'll be a really yes. simple, easy-to-use tool. Yep. Just going to jump in again here, yes. Mary. Uh, some more news out of Wellington. Jacinda Ardern has named Megan Woods as the new housing minister. She'll lead the new team, team of ministers, uh, taking over responsibility for the Kiwi Build reset. Phil Twyford's going to focus on urban development and is picking up economic development. Chris Farfoy, we mentioned, he's been promoted to a minister inside Cabinet. Uh, Digital Services, he joins that new group of housing ministers focusing on social housing, and Poto Williams has been promoted to a minister outside of Cabinet. More details online and in our 4pm bulletin, and of course the panel will cover that reshuffle too between yeah. 4 and 5. Oh, some interesting developments yeah, it is. there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, mindful money, real useful thing. Yeah, yes, so the two things I've said so far, it's, it, t- it tells you which, which providers are doing particularly well, and it lets you check on your current fund. And then the, th- the third thing is it helps you to find a, a fund that particularly suits you. So you go on and um, key in which it, it, it lets you say, I don't care too much about weapons, but I really care about alcohol. And I don't care so much about, it says find a fund that fits or something like that yeah. it's called. Um, don't care too much about human rights, but I really care about um, genetic, genetically modified organisms. Um, etc. 
Um, you can move so the you can scale. move the scales, yeah. and then and then further down, you tell the machine what risk level, what risk tolerance you've got, and it will then come up with. Um, see those three questions down the bottom mm. that say, say whether you want to go into a risky fund or a less risky fund, and then it will come up with the best fund for you um, that that you know meets your own criteria. So that's a pretty neat tool. And it likes me for this Muslim fund. Does it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is yeah. yes, and you don't have to be Muslim to be in it. It is it is a high risk fund the Muslim one because it doesn't invest. I understand. I'm pretty sure about this. Doesn't invest in anything that pays interest because you can't in Islam, and so it invests only in shares that pay dividends. And so it's a high risk fund. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting one that one. Um, so you can find you find the the fund that suits you best. Um, the funding for this website. Is quite interesting. It's a charity, and they've had some quite big donations and grants coming through. They also do get some money from. If you go through that exercise to find the fund that suits you best, you can then click on, um, click on a, a little clicky that that then takes you through to to enabling you to switch to that fund. And if you do that from this website, then the website gets some money for you doing oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it's a good sustainable operation, isn't it? Yeah, yes. I think I think they set it up to make it work. So if we've got time there, we've got a couple of questions. Have you got those? Would Mary um, like to talk about shareholder control and voting rights? Asks Alex, I'm interested in the lack of control arising from individuals investing in funds. The idea of control of companies is lost because investors don't vote and the fund manager proxy voting is not reported or not necessarily consistent with the individual's values. Yes, and so he's... Good question. Yes, he's concerned that if you don't hold your shares... And you know you don't directly invest mm. in A company or B company, then you use lose the right to vote. Well, in in reality, of course, most individuals, even if they do invest in A company or B company, are such a small shareholder that it doesn't really make much much difference what they think. Whereas actually, these days now, if you invest in a fund that's got the right sort of ethical um, priorities for you they are often big enough to, to influence a company. And so actually, um, it, you're more, you, you, it's more powerful to do mm. it through a fund if it's if it's got the right ethics for you. And me just putting my 300 bucks into yes. Facebook and saying, hey, yep. guys, why yeah, are you returning yeah. my calls? <laughs> Shape up, yes, yes, exactly. So, so yes, that's where that one goes. Okay, Mary um, um, asks Mark, more Mark just wants to make the point that he wouldn't invest in shares in companies whose practices weren't ethical, that's why he would be choosing not just for financial gain. Yeah, and I just wanted to make the point to Mark that he's saying I'd be choosing not just for financial gain, but these days it would seem you're not going to sacrifice any financial gain by being in an ethical fund. They do just as well as the others. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you assume an ethical one, this is a great question, has more fees associated with it due to due to the complexity of investments. Yeah. You've always told me to put my money into index funds because there's not some some character and they're having to make choices and doing all yeah. the research and stuff. It's just automatic. That's right. And, the, and therefore they're not tending not to be ethical, particularly the index funds. But that's no longer the case. There are some big funds that 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 
index funds can invest in, mm. in indexes that are ethical indexes and, and so on. And so if they, you can, you know, and you can be an index fund and still an But at some fund. point someone's um, doing some research into these companies, yes, right? Yes, but it'll be um, the people that put together the original ethical index fund, I think, but I'm not certain about this, that Vanguard, which is a huge big American index mm. fund company, one of the biggest in the world, I think they have some funds that are get the tick and they so they have gone through and excluded certain companies and so someone has at some point put some research into it but but the proof is in the pudding and when you look at um the what the mindful um money website and their providers that get the tick and their particular funds that get the tick um there are Mercer's simplicity and super life have Funds with where the where the fees are under one percent, and Simplicity's um, fees are only point three of a percent, which is very low. They want that's one of the lowest mm. fees of all. But they would, still... wouldn't vary if you chose the ethical fund within those companies, though. Apparently, no. I, th- I think no. I'm not sure that it, it is the, the Simplicity fund that Mindful Money has given the tick. Mm. Its fee is zero point three one percent. So. There are low-fee ethical funds around listed on that website. Made some progress, eh, since the first time you started talking about them in uh, your Herald column. We all thought, oh, this is a bit fringe. Yes. Don't worry about stuff like that. Look, New Zealand has just got more aware and more interested, and it's neat. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, it's a pleasure.